listening right hi andy hello is anyone out there listening they are and i hope you didn't sneak a peek at this one i don't know a little context we have an anniversary that happens to us once a year it does happen to us (laughs) and we like to go to the ojai valley inn okay we like that right yes we do the last time we went there, though, we got banished. We got a room. We weren't happy. Oh, that's right. We weren't happy with the room, and we complained. I love it also. It was kind of like a great kickoff to that anniversary weekend, because I find it so hot when you get into, like, I'm going to take care of it love mode. Love that. Love that. So it was honestly a gift that they kind of gave us a room that wasn't ideal. And so we didn't like the room. We complained, and they said, we got a room for you. And they took us, we thought, off property. <laughs> we talked about it at length. Yes. Maybe it was about a year ago or maybe two years ago almost. I'm not sure. I but don't, we talked time? about it. Yes. Well, listen up. This is who's listening. Are you ready? Yeah. This comes from Stay Brewer. Former front desk at the Ojai Valley Inn listening. No. Yeah. You were not banished. Oh. They were trying to accommodate your very normal requests. Oh. They take guest requests, happiness, and experience very seriously. Wow. And that's why we love that place. That is why we love it. Sometimes after watching, for example, White Lotus, Mm -hmm. particularly season one, sometimes I wonder if all of the people who work at a place like that are like these motherfuckers. And I'm sure there's some of that. There must oh, be. Like, if I worked doubt. there, I would feel that way. Yeah. But hearing that from a bona fide former employee, that that is part of their ethos is yeah. to, like, the guests, happy guest, happy hotel. Uh, happy guest, happy hotel. I like that. That's really, that really warms my heart. I know. So, I mean, to that listener, Stay Brewer, I hope you stick with us and hear this recap because yes. I don't know where you are. Right. But I hope this is a little treat for you. That's wonderful. We are thrilled to announce our new sponsor, HelloFresh. Woo! Go to HelloFresh.com slash NLRFree and use code NLRFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. Wonderful. All right. And also, if you'd like to get a bonus episode of ours every month, you can sign up at patreon.com slash nobody's listening, right? You also have access to, I think it's like 800 to 1,000 past episodes of ours going back to 2010 when we began this wild journey. That's patreon.com slash nobody's listening, right? Okay. Andrew, Mm -hmm. we're settling in. Do you mean... After the holidays settling yes. in? Or? Now, a lot of people, I'm sure, have like gotten back into their routine and work. I had like a Zoom meeting this week that felt so weird Yeah, because I'm not there yet because our kids have been out of school, yeah. but they're back in school. We're back at it. And I welcome, I feel very holiday satisfied. Mm-hmm. Like I got it all. Fully baked. Ready to move on. Yes, exactly. Fresh start. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm I just feel, checking in. I feel the same way. I think last episode, I think I was 
whining about how I didn't <laughs> I didn't feel good, right? Uh-huh. Remember that? Uh-huh. I feel a little bit more um I feel better and I feel more like I'm ready for this year. Let's fucking go. Now, how much of that do you attribute to the stars and planets? None. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about all of that. Astrology? Astrology. How, in what way? Because I too feel, I just find it interesting that how moods work. And I know it's like hormones and other things, but mm. how you can feel like you're in such a funk mm -hmm. and then wake up one day and it's like, oh, you know what? I feel motivated to do this X, Y, Z. That's weird. Like what a change. And then I look on some astrology app I have and it's like, today, Virgo, you're going to be dusting off your blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> it's like wow. very, and then I have been thinking about it a lot because at the cabin this week, uh -huh. one night I was upstairs and I was like closing the curtains and I looked out and I thought, oh my bejesus, there is some serious star action happening. And I went- <laughs> You were in the mountains. It was a clear night. Of course there were stars happening. I haven't seen that there. Okay. Okay. And so we had already put the kids to bed. I, of course, woke up our daughter and took her outside. And you were pointing out Orion's belt. Mm -hmm. And there was an orange planet I thought was Mars, but it turns out it's something else. Beetlejuice, I think. Beetlejuice. And Do you then, think that's how it's pronounced? I, it must be. If it's not, that's so rude. <laughs> <laughs> then I, you didn't hang out that long outside, but then I kind of stepped past our house and saw like very bright the North Star. It's just so magical, the stars. Yeah. And, and planets. Wait, in that moment, were you thinking about astrology? No, but okay, what, good. what well, it's all very combined for me. And I have been listening to Eckhart a bit this year. And um He doesn't fuck with astrology. I don't think so, but I also don't think he doesn't. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you for some reason. I know, I know. I have no problem with your astrology and your, you like it. I like reading my astrology too. I think that's great. You and some of your friends um, ha go to an astrologer that's You've amazing. You've been to her? I've been to her. She has bona fides, and, but I think your attitude- Heidi Rose. Shout out. I also think though, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Be honest. Okay. Do you think Heidi- would be disappointed in some of the apps that you look at for astrology things? Well, I actually don't really look at apps. When I said that, I'm just being simplistic. I mean, there are two websites I go to. Mm -hmm. One is Astrology Zone uh -huh. and one is Astro Style. Do you think Heidi would be like, uh, roll her eyes at those? I don't think so. Okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm, it's and, a genuine know, question. It really is like things are open to interpretation. That's the other thing. It's, mm -hmm. it's not, they're not doing diagnostic tests to tell you that your like kidney function is off or whatever at the doctor. You know, it's this planet is moving into this. I so. hope there are no sites that are doing that. <laughs> I, what I just mean to say is it's not like a, it's not like a, perfect science it is a pseudoscience and it's also an art it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. open to interpretation i'm also I find like it, to these people how do you write about 
this every day. That's a talent in its own. Oh, super talent. Now, listen, I take it all with a grain of salt. Of course, I'm always questioning what what are we, what are we doing here? The Eckhart stuff lately has been really resonating with me, <laughs> which is that uh, I know that you're about ready to f- fall asleep or something, but... No, I just think maybe we should start over as all. <laughs> <laughs> or just cut all this out. I'm thinking in my mind how I'm going to edit it all out. Okay, the Eckhart <laughs> stuff... <laughs> Oh, I'm going to do my Eckhart voice. But basically, it's a recent episode of his podcast was about how uh, our whole purpose. Again, sorry to interrupt. You know this has nothing to do with astrology, right? I know, but to me, it's all connected. And also, I should have said this first. Astrology, to me, it's not a religion. It's not a science that I'm like, what it is to me is it gives me entertainment uh-huh. And it gives me hope. Yeah, yeah. I'm with that. I'm with that. Did Which, you bring it up because of the stars we saw in the mountains or because yes, of it's a new because year? Because I I don't frequently really connect the dots of that astrology is those things up in the sky. And honestly, I don't see them that but often. you weren't connecting those dots in the moment, right? No, I was just, this is what brings it to Eckhart. In that moment, I was filled with awe. And I felt, (laughs) I hate that you just had to avert your eyes from me. (laughs) I felt connected to consciousness. In that moment. Yes. And that's our whole point here. Did you really or did you retroactively feel in that moment? Oh my gosh. I was, you think I wasn't filled with awe? No, no, no. Connected to consciousness. Well, that is... Were you like, oh, I'm in nature. This is amazing. There's something bigger. You're saying you felt connected to consciousness. Well, here's the thing. Eckhart told you that. To me, the feeling of awe is probably (laughs) the most (laughs) conscious feeling I can, like, put words to. Conscious... When you're feeling connected to consciousness, like, to the greater consciousness of the universe... You're not thinking. You can't think about it. It's, it's, to me, awe. So. But you're saying awe because your New Year's resolution was to have more awe. You sound like you're starting a cult. This is well, like the seeds of a cult. And I don't like, and you to... know, I'm very anti. I don't like this. Okay. So anyway, astrology, though, I don't often think about, oh, it's actually that stuff that's out there. We're a mere stars. speck of dust in this it makes me feel very tiny it makes me feel like there's a bigger purpose now this is all paired with um some i had a little sign from my dad i didn't tell you about because i wanted to wait okay <laughs> <laughs> you're doing yourself a real disservice uh-huh. because like i'm annoyed at you and you're about to tell me something so sweet that I genuinely want to know about. It's a little but one. But this is the setup to it. Couldn't have put me in a worse position to receive this. Do you want me to wait and we'll come back to this? I don't know. No, no, no. Let's get it over with. Okay. I didn't mean to sound like... <laughs> Let's get it over with. Let's get this bullshit over with. Well, I'm going to spiritually... The whole point of me bringing that up is I was just thinking about the stars and stuff and our moods and where we're at and 
what's coming down the pipeline. Spiritually, just for at this moment in time, I feel very kind of calm and connected and good. Okay, so the kids and I were walking. Our friends rented a place up there. We're walking over to their rental. Mm -hmm. It was January 4th, which is my dad's 80th birthday. Whoa, I didn't know that was his birthday. Yeah, which I didn't even think about really until this happened. Okay. But we're walking and there was a car parked like, you know where that church is? There's a car parked like on the curve of the intersection. Yeah, because they hadn't plowed that driveway. Yes, I noticed it too. Okay. Yeah. On the back of that vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? I want you to guess what I'm going to say. A picture of your dad on a bumper sticker. (laughs) (laughs) This is so silly. And this one really you could go, okay, get a grip. Do you want me to say, okay, get a grip if if it's really that? Well, it really is a stretch. But to me, it felt very not. Not it felt. It also felt like my dad because I feel like his, the signs he sends me are kind of random and almost playful. Mm-hmm. So this one was we're walking by it and there's like a pristine, also like brand new looking sticker on the windshield. Okay, so the we're back talking, one. Um, where on the windshield? Back lower left corner. Got it. The only sticker to be found on this entire vehicle. We're talking circle or square circle okay new looking uh-huh. and it was the cbs like emblem logo oh the engineering core in... of the navy yeah which is a very small tight-knit group of the navy i mean not tons of people know about it i didn't even realize what it kind of meant until my friend june whose father was also in the cbs um was like, oh my gosh, your dad was too. You know, it's okay. it's, it's rare for that to be a thing, mm-hmm. especially. I don't know if it even exists anymore. It's it was. If it's a new sticker, I feel like. Well, this is what I. They they still have CB's reunions. Uh-huh. They. I'm gonna search. Does the CB's? How do you spell it? S e a, b e, e s. They were formally established in 1942. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> 1942. Huh. Um, so it comes from the first letters of the words construction battalion C B. They still exist. Okay. Well, still neat. It's neither less neat or more neat if they exist or don't exist. <laughs> really, still. to me, I'm like, oh, if this is a guy who served in Vietnam and the CBs and likes to keep, he went to a reunion and he got a new sticker and he wants to put it, you know, to me that felt more interesting. But regardless, it felt. It wasn't an old guy. I saw them. You did? Yeah, I saw them when they were trying to figure out where to park. <gasps> oh. They were probably our age. They were? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, it was it was cool to me, and it made me feel like it was a little, hey, and on his 80th birthday. Yeah, I love that. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Carry us out of here, please. <laughs> I can't. I really just can't. You gotta find a way. <sighs> um. Well, one thing I was going to ask you about, and it feels kind of, um, doesn't feel like the right pivot, but. <laughs> okay. It doesn't carry any weight, you know, where what you're talking about was just carried some weight. Yeah. You know? But remember how you were saying, like, if you were at Target. You would buy Good and Gather products. Yes. They're generic brand, if you will. Yes. And you were kind of, I always thought of you more as snobby and that you would never buy a generic thing, right? I mostly wouldn't. So. You get burned. I mean, yeah. Well, speaking of burns. (laughs) (laughs) You wanted me to pick up some Vaseline for you recently. Oh, yes. Vaseline's a great thing, I think, to what put on a What a burn. great product. A great product, petroleum jelly. <laughs> yeah. When I went to go get it, you said specifically, before I even went to get it, make sure you get Vaseline brand. Yes. Mama don't want no generic petroleum jelly. No. Now, I got to the store, and I'm like, no problem. I'll get her the regular Vaseline. I get to the Vaseline section. None to be found. It's only CVS brand. And you were very clear. So I texted you, hey, they only have that. And you're like, oh, fuck, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. Then shortly after, I got in line to pick up a prescription. And it was near the travel section of all the little things. Mm -hmm. And there were little Vaselines. And I was like, hey, they got little ones. And you're like, oh, please get me three of those. Put back the... (laughs) People are like, why do you need... (laughs) Yeah, well, this is good. So much petroleum (laughs) jelly. But let's start with... The petroleum jelly versus Vaseline brand first. And then if yes. you feel comfortable talking about why you needed so much Vaseline, we can go there. Okay. But to me, I love the idea that the Vaseline is better. I Don't get me wrong there. You do? I do love that idea. Because there are some things. Okay, here's another great example. Mm-hmm. Kleenex. Sure, sure, sure. Love if it. If you're really getting sick, you want to treat yourself. <laughs> because... No one does it quite like Kleenex, and they can say they are compared to Kleenex. Well, and, and even, you're not getting it. I would argue, I would agree, I think Kleenex is a better product. It seems softer on the nose. But even if it was exactly the same, your brain tells you the Kleenex is softer. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. <laughs> okay, but petroleum jelly, that's a product where I'm like... So gross. I fe- jelly. <laughs> I feel like... There's probably not that big of a difference in the world. So why were you so adamant? Well, I I mean, maybe it was kind of an experiment. So we've had a big tub. This is for our um, Friday fun days, obviously. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sunday fun day. Um, we like to put down some rubber sheets. No. Up at the cabin, it gets very dry. And... I mean, you could stand to do this, Andy. Your hands lately are like... Oh, yeah. I'll do that white cotton gloves Vaseline so, thing sometimes. Yeah, That's and a our, big trick. One of our kids tends has inherited your dry hands. And Let's so... take this away from me and our kid and back to you. You're the one that needed this. Okay. Up at the cabin, 
I thought I was golden because my hands typically stay pretty moisturized and whatever. Uh-huh. But our kid pointed out when I was on the rug, like playing something, that my my feet were in bad shape, like my heels. And I haven't gotten a manic pedicure in probably, I mean, a long time. And mm-hmm. that's usually where they kind of take care of business. Mm-hmm. I had never seen my feet in this state. Like it, not to be rude, this is going to be very rude. It's reminiscent of, I feel I've been so judgmental of other people's feet, like at Disneyland, like <laughs> women who have their feet in like sandals and are walking around and it, I'm like, oh my gosh, their their heels look like so deeply cracked and disgusting that I'm bummed out about it. You are noticing people's <laughs> cracked heels at Disneyland. I've noticed that. I've never once in my life thought to look at someone's heels. Okay. Well. You're sick. (laughs) Are you judging? You're just just judging people's feet all day long? No, no. I mean, listen, I know I sound like a monster. No, it's like I saw it and I was like, and then I moved on with my life. But now I'm like. Because then I think judgmentally, I was thinking, how do you let it go like that? Or like, honey, (laughs) throw some lotion on that. Like, they have so many tools for bathtub stuff, you know, whatever. No, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, you've bought them. Bathtub stuff? Rocks that you grind against your heels and stuff. (laughs) I've not bought rocks. Yes. I bought like a scraper, like, with a handle. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You said that rocks. It has on one side, there's like a rocky texture. It's like rocky. That's not what you were talking about. Yes, it... No, it's not. You're saving yourself. <laughs> no. You were talking about some sort of rocks. No, I was not. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I've been using since this incident. I looked at my heels and I thought, oh my God, you fucking piece of shit you've been out there judging people at disneyland when you let yourself get to this this is how it happens and so in my mind i thought oh well i take i'll take that pumice 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 stone. yeah sure is it pumice yeah um to my feet tonight and i'll be set okay wow <laughs> One round of that is not going to even scratch the surface of the situation I had. So based on things that you've done and things that have worked for our kids' hands, which is Vaselining them at night, putting mittens or something on, Mm -hmm. you sleep overnight, some magic happens, you wake up and it's all good. Mm -hmm. I have started doing that to my feet and they are 95% better. With socks. No one would notice it if I were out at Disneyland. Okay. Yeah, so I Vaseline up, uh-huh. I throw on some little socks, uh-huh. sleep. Little um, um, peds type, you know, or like, what are these called? You know, little uh, socks. What are those sold? sold? Ankle. <laughs> Ankle socks? No, but when no shows. No shows. What are peds? They're like even less show, but I, I wear these, no shows. So anyway, my feet are better. So Vaseline... I've been using this tub of generic stuff, Mm -hmm. and yes, it might be totally mental. First of all, I just like the way the Vaseline looks better. 
the label or the Yeah, stuff? and I think it's pennies, mere pennies of a difference, right? The label? Yeah, like the Oh no, vas- the price? N- yes, right? Uh, the price can't be extremely different. Well, we paid a premium for buying travel size. <laughs> well, I love the look of Vaseline, first of all. Second of all, I think it really is more effective. I don't know if they're watering down the generic with, you know, filler. <laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) this is but why were you adamant to get it like it was like because i'm fucking sick of the generic tub (laughs) i wanted something new i wanted to treat myself because it wasn't like you had the real stuff then you were using generic and were like this doesn't work better you just had this hunch that the generic wasn't hitting as hard as vaseline brand would right all right. I, I respect I respect it, but in this particular case it it was surprising to me after you had tried to, you know, present yourself as someone that doesn't care about generics. When I, I always never... thought when I always thought you had and it turned out you kind of validated. No, no, no. I have never presented myself as someone who's like, eh, it's all the same. There's... No, no, no. You present yourself as someone <laughs> to be very clear. <laughs> You present as someone that would always buy Vaseline brand that is way too good for any generic brand, anything. Um, That's how you present. But we've gone over this. Good and Gather to me is not generic. It's a brand named, you know, it's just like Trader Joe's. Those things, yes. But when it comes to certain things, toiletries, I guess is where we're landing. Yeah, I want name brand. Okay, cool. All right. I'm glad we checked in about that. Yeah. Thank goodness. Okay. Something obviously has taken our family um, by storm, I guess. It's got it's in us all in its clutches. I don't know what you're about to say. Shark Tank. Oh, fuck yeah, Shark Tank. So we go in and out Yeah, we've of definitely Shark talked Tank. about Shark Tank. Love Shark Tank. I'm not talking about on this podcast. I'm saying, was that what you're saying? What do you mean? When I say we go in and out of Shark Tank, you go, yeah, we've definitely talked about Shark Tank. Oh, yeah. Just meaning like we've historically gone in and out of it. We've definitely talked about it before. Like we are Shark Tank people. Oh, okay. What I'm saying is sometimes we are, sometimes we're not. You feel like sometimes you're not a Shark Tank person? We, yeah, Andy. I mean, I think that up until pretty recently, it had been years in between Shark Tank viewings. I don't think we've ever been this into Shark Tank, and particularly now that the kids are in on it. Sure. We're like hardcore Shark Tankers, whereas in the past, we've loved it and have dabbled in it, but now we're like serious. But my argument is, what I'm saying is, it's not like you I don't ever- have to s- argue. I'm arguing. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I never stopped being a Shark Tank person. It's not like- You've been watching it all this time on your own? Well, just so you know, we've seen almost like every episode. We just lucked out that there's a new season right now. And then when we caught up, we never watched season 13. But you and I, we've like seen all of season 14 and we've seen all the older ones. Andy, you sound like such a poser right now. People I'm not being a poser. People out there who are Shark Tank obsessed, mm-hmm. which I think we are now and moving forward, I would look at someone like you going, yeah, I'm like hardcore Shark Tank and always have been. You missed out on a whole season? Yeah, but we you I'm, don't get to claim that. I am just saying to you, mm. I bet we've seen now because we've gone per- back in time. We've only gone back in time one season. Okay. 
there's 15 seasons of it. We were up to date on 15. Why are you? Why is this the hell you're dying on? I just, I'm Do you a sh- see that I just brought it up and I'm like, we've gone in and out. And that alone now has launched us into like. But you saying that we've gone <sighs> in and out. I just want to be clear. Like, I've always liked Shark Tank. It's not like when I'm not watching it, I'm a hater. That's kind of how you're making it no, sound. No, no one thinks that. No one. Only I you. Do. <laughs> only you think that way. If someone's like not all in it means that they absolutely hate it like people are not like that no that's not what i'm saying that's <laughs> i'm <laughs> god damn it i'm saying that i didn't want you to i hate this present this <laughs> picture whatever we were watching it as a family right now we love it continue okay <laughs> sorry that i made this bold claim of us having been in and out, I'm trying to establish that we're very into it now. Very. Um, yes, some of the products that we've been thinking of over the years, some that have been mentioned on this podcast, do does our family have a full pitch ready to go for the sharks? Yeah. Once we, you know, have um, scaled up a bit, <laughs> gotten production started. Yeah, we do. We are thrilled to announce HelloFresh as a new sponsor to this show. Yes! The timing feels good. It feels serendipitous. It does. As you know, we have struggled with meal planning, and now we don't have to anymore. HelloFresh to save us. Welcome to the fam, HelloFresh. Oh my gosh. So we're going to be doing a vegetarian box because half the fam's that way, and I'm trying to get that way. Yes. And what's so nice is there's all these options that are even speaking to my little taste Let's buds. Let's hear them. I saw this one caught my eye. Vegan Spice Market Cauliflower Tacos with curry mayo and cabbage slaw. Ooh, and this one, so this sounds good to you too. This one I know you'll like sun-dried tomato spaghetti. Oh, come to mama. Mm. Each HelloFresh box is packed with farm fresh ingredients and everything arrives pre-portioned right to your doorstep for less hassle and less wasted food. You're going to save time and get to eat delicious chef-crafted recipes and kick off the new year, right? If we're honest, right? Absolutely. So go to HelloFresh.com slash NLR free and use code NLR free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash NLR free with code NLR free. It's always cute when there are kids there, you know, and they bring the kids in and they do the pitch. And usually, especially if it's young kids, then the kids skadoot because sure. they shouldn't be there during the, you know, shark takedown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there was a family. Oh, yeah. 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 So this family came on. God love them. Now, <laughs> I am. This is tricky territory, this isn't is it? This is tricky territory. But worth looking at they were on a public show Uh um and they came on with their kids and they had been on shark tank before right now i already kind of well i say i bristle but obviously we are planning on going in with our kids on shark tank not really um yeah we are they think they are (laughs) i wouldn't really have our kids on shark tank Really? Yeah. Okay. You might want to tell I'm not, them that. No, I'm not going to break their little hearts. Andy, also, <laughs> I don't think, 
I actually don't think we're going to be on Shark Tank ever. Says the person you were so hyped up about an idea two weeks ago, and you were getting upset at me that I wasn't so hyped up, and now you're over it. Well, as I've done more research, R and R, yeah, and I've can't learned talk, some stuff. I, we can't definitely say what can't it talk is. about the idea because it's a bil- billion it's, dollar I, idea. It's a billion dollar idea. <laughs> well, I'm not going to break our kids' hearts. We okay. can go along on this joy ride of dreams, and who am I to go? Like, I'm not going to go. Hey, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, if we ever actually go on, you're not going on. Yeah. So anyway. I already, but you know what? To each their own. I have friends who don't post pictures of their kids, friends who do. You know, you make the call. I'm just like, that initial thing, I'm normally I wouldn't think anything of it, but now this specific family, Mm -hmm. they've been on Shark Tank again. Mm -hmm. So they went on Shark Tank, they didn't get a deal. Mm -hmm. The kids also seemed so like, um, such salespeople. Mm-hmm. I mean, so articulate and so like wheeling and dealing and having all the answers and talking. The way that they worked, I almost felt like, is this this family's entire thing? Now, let me be devil's advocate to be fair to the family, right? Well, oh, me- I haven't even said what my beef is. My beef is that it seems like they're more, and this is exactly what Mark Cuban said, mm-hmm. they're more interested in being on TV, on Shark Tank than they are in actually investing in this product idea. Yes, because it was a brand new product the second time they were on. And the family gave like YouTube family vibes, sort of. Well, that's the, oh, 100%. And you're nailing it. I I was like, why is this upsetting to me? Mm -hmm. It's the YouTube family of it all. Now, our kids, and feel free to pull me back into this, because this is just an adjacent pivot, they're obsessed with this YouTube channel, The Empire Family, Mm -hmm. which is this Australian family, Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of obsessed with it now. We watched one this morning where they went to Lake Como, and I was mesmerized, right? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'm just saying that because this happened to me this morning. It's like this really cool British family. It's these two Australian. Uh, yes, you're right. <laughs> Two moms. Um, well, where's the dad? There is no. It's a question. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. I think I I did love. I hated that until I realized it was two moms, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool that this family is like, you know, maybe showing behind the curtain of what that's like for people in America whose parents are really judgmental and think families shouldn't look like that or whatever. I was happy it was two moms is my point. My second thing is, so we now have a new rule that if YouTube is being watched, it's on the TV with volume so that you and I can kind of keep tabs of what it is, which I think is a good rule. So you and I, like, it's kind of been infiltrating our heads a little bit. Mm -hmm. But and they seem like a very sweet family. The kids seem well-adjusted and like they generally enjoy it. But at the end of the day, I'm like, even... You're putting your kids into a business you're with pressure. putting your kids into a business. And it's a business where it's them. They're selling themselves. Like, I couldn't even hack it out in acting because that's so hard to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. 
and get rejected and rejected and rejected or made fun of, like, those kids are definitely getting hate sent their way because anything that's successful on the internet. Sure. Well, getting back to the Shark Tank kids and me being devil's advocate a little bit, what if there's a scenario where what rubbed you the wrong way a little bit was these kids are on Shark Tank and they really are the ones doing all the talking. Part of you is probably thinking like, oh my God, how many times do the parents make them practice this, right? Totally. Also, by the way, you pointed out the dad's standing behind them, like (laughs) mouthing all the words. And every time the kid like hits the thing, the dad's like, like doing a subtle facial expression. (laughs) I mean, it's total stage mom, like in the aisles doing the tap dance. Yes, exactly. So I get that. The argument against that would be though, what if those kids were like our kids right now watching Shark Tank four years behind and just having this obsession. Because you see how excited our kids are at this idea. And what if they just really fan the flames and are like, all right, guys, let's actually think of a product. Like, what if we, after this, our kids were so excited and we were like, you know what, guys, let's think of something. Our kids would be so hyped if we genuinely were like. Okay, this herein is the thing. Mm -hmm. And you're right. I'm not really throwing... Well, I guess I am kind of throwing shade. It's more at the concept of this. Like, Mm -hmm. this family's coming back three years later with a whole new thing. Yeah. And it it seems so over-rehearsed. And so, and like the product was kind of... I don't even remember and I don't even think we should say. No, no. Yeah, you're right. But... Not everything has to turn into the thing. That's another, like, sickness in our culture. Oh, your kid likes skateboarding? You're going to get them with the best coach, the Olympic thing. We're on a track to dominate. Oh, your kid likes ballet? They have to get into da-da-da-da-da. I mean, you and I have talked about, like, I don't want our kids to be so good at something that they make money from it. (laughs) Honestly. You mean when they're children. Until they're, yes, adults. And I want their first jobs like mine when I was 15, to be like, I mean, maybe it's not this, but a version of this. Like, go work at an ice cream store. I worked at a car wash. Go work at a grocery store. Go whatever. Because I think there is this pressure on kids to behave like adults in business and success Mm -hmm. that's fucked up, honestly. Sure. So, yeah, our kids are obsessed with Shark Tank we're going along with it, like playfully having fun, talk, dreaming about whatever it would be. No part of me is like you and I suddenly are going to quit our job. And that's the other thing. The parents going, let's do it, is investing so much in this kid that seems too much pressure for the well, kid. Okay, like home- the parents are like, we're going all in. We're mortgaging our house. We're... These things take a lot. But this one, uh, without, and I genuinely can't remember what the products were, but there have been some incidents on Shark Tank where there are kids, not as young as these kids, that come on where I am like super hyped for them and excited when they get totally. a deal. There was a kid that had the bow ties. I just was thinking that's of That's a classic one. Um, there was like a kid that had a okay, honey business there, or something. That's the difference. The bow tie kid came on like and. This this is so subtle. It's hard to even say. No part of him, him and his mom, who was there supporting him, felt like a YouTube family. 
it was still a relatively small business that he had been like bootstrapping himself and making bow ties himself as he was going. His mom felt very much like a mom who still has her life and is being like, he's passionate about this and I'm supporting him. Whereas this other family, it feels like, guys, what can we do? We are now in business together. Like, what can we do to blow it up? How can we get on Shark Tank again? This time we're going to, it, there's a whole different texture to it. I get that. I totally get that. Yeah. I think this also, I was talking to someone recently about this. It kind of ties into, well, I could take it back to Eckhart, honestly, but it. Please don't. <laughs> this need for kids to excel. And I feel like we're lucky that. I feel like that's waning for us. For example, you know, we have a kid who's really hard on themselves and puts a lot of pressure to succeed and be great at everything. Mm -hmm. And you and I, I mean, which was opposite from my experience growing up, are always like, we don't care about grades. Like, we want you to enjoy learning. I had no pressure growing up in that department though yeah it's funny i would wonder because you and i are both like we don't bring we we think we don't bring that pressure at all i would love to fast forward 30 years and be a fly on the wall of a therapy session with one of our kids is there something they'll tell the therapist that we would be like oh we were responsible for that because you and i like kind of are like huh i constantly think and worry about what they're telling their therapist like yeah how What's it going to be? I mean, there's so much, I'm sure. (laughs) The cliche that you hear therapists say is like, it's never what you think it would be. Right. We're missing it. We're missing all the damage we're doing. And we're working very hard focusing on over, like, writing the ship of what our things were in therapy. So for me, I'm hyper-focused on, like, normalizing food and bodies and, Mm. which, by the way, there is so much fat shaming. We watched Wonka, which was, I thought, an awesome movie. I got a yeah. screener. Yeah. Such a great movie. Yeah. My one complaint yeah. is there is like a lot of jokes at the expense of the character who gets bigger and bigger over time. Yeah. From eating chocolate. Yeah. And I was like, can we just not, can we move on from this finally? Especially when given to children and I'm so aware of it. I mean, it's insidious. Like even on Shark Tank sometimes they'll be just throw something out, which is like, if I eat enough of this, I'll blah, blah, blah. Right, right. It's so anyway, but I'm focused on like undoing the things that I saw that not, I mean, I had a very, I think, healthy and relatively trauma three free. I mean, trauma free upbringing. I, I don't have like a lot of, I had no abuse. I was loved and supported right, and whatever. Right, right. But you're right. I mean, what's it going to be? I don't know. Let's. Can we talk about that Wonka thing for a minute? Because I have a question for you. Yeah. And this is not a huge spoiler if you haven't seen it. But if you want to fast forward a couple minutes, go for it. But you're talking that there's a character in it that... Um, is like getting bribed with chocolate. So they keep eating chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. And the, there's a device that they keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Mm-hmm. Are you upset with that device or just how they handled that device? 
in the storytelling? Well, I'm kind of both because in our culture, I mean, you know, then there's the joke of like they can't get out of the car. They've it's it's mocking larger body. I mean, the subtext of that device is that it's bad to be bigger. There's not like I wish there's no there's no like the humor to be had from it is you know there are other ways of showing that someone's eating tons of chocolate and has you know chocolate coming out of their pockets and whatever and right, it's right right which they did as well too right yes but i mean the you scratch the surface of it at the like the core of that is fat jokes yeah it's interesting because I clocked it too, and in my mind was like, "Is this okay or is this offensive?" And I kind of, and I kind of was in an ambiguous place, like because I do under it was a device to show what was happening with this character and his motives in the story, sort of. Yeah. But yeah, with a couple silly fat jokes too. Yes, yeah. but silly, but you know, silly. Yes, but part of this larger fat shaming culture we live in. Yeah. And I feel like I'm bending over backwards to say, you know, we all bodies are beautiful. Everyone has the right body for them. Like some bodies have more fat, some have less. Right. And then things like that, I'm like, especially as our kids get older, I think they're going, yeah, yeah, sure, mom. But we know what the real deal is here based on media. Sure. And stuff they hear at school and, you know, all of that I, stuff. I will say, though, for starters, I think our kids will be completely different. We especially grew up in an era where um, the commercials, the models, the culture was skinny, skinny, skinny. Like, we, it is way different in so many ways. That's so true, yes. Like, if you think of the supermodels back then, if you think of the ad campaigns... It, anorexic. I mean, it yeah, was like... Yeah, and so I think there yeah. has been a big... Um, I think there's been shift. a big shift. So yeah, that, I agree. that will definitely present its head in a different way. But mm -hmm. yeah, but there, it's still there. But, but the, th the interesting thing about Wonka to me is like, is there a world where we didn't carry... Where society didn't carry as much baggage about this stuff, where that storyline would be totally okay. Do you know what I mean? And and right. part of me and thinks there might be a world where it would be okay. Yeah, maybe. And know. some of the jokes though would be um they wouldn't be there. And then I'm like, what's the purpose? Because it was kind of as a comic relief, you know, yeah. thing. So anyway, whatever. It, it's I'm talking about Wonka because it's the most recent thing we saw that mm -hmm. had this. I feel like it's everywhere. It's, you know, I'm just, I wish we could move past the fat jokes, honestly. Mm -hmm. Breaks my heart thinking about, like, a kid who has a bigger body mm -hmm. beating themselves up when really we're just consciousness. Um, <clears throat> rent, you know, we're renting out these <laughs> containers for a bit. Right. You know, a lot of near-death experience havers say when they it's it's fairly common in their stories. You know, there are a lot of similarities in near-death experiences and it's fairly common to say that they kind of like 
were floating up on top, uh, like up by the ceiling looking down. Yeah. And that's kind of some of the experiences have been validated because they'll say, and I saw the doctor with the, you know, like gray streak in his hair doing X, Y, Z. And later it could be confirmed when this person is dead and the doctor's working on them. But it's always that. I want a better example because couldn't they have seen the gray streak before? Okay. Yeah, I'll give you a better one in just a minute. Um, Now. Okay. I'm kidding. I don't want to. That when they thought. look at their body, they feel nothing. No connection to it. It's as though it's it could be anyone else's body and or like an inanimate object. There's no like, oh, that was mine or that is mine. Is it? Huh. Isn't that interesting? That sort of is interesting, but aren't, even like, there's no like, oh fuck, that's my body. No, What's even happening like to me? motorcycle accidents. There was one I'm recalling where he saw himself like lying. I mean, like broken on the street, basically. You know, something that you would think would make you upset, <laughs> regardless if it's you or someone else, mm-hmm. and felt no, just huh. felt peace okay. looking at it, going, huh. Isn't that interesting? So another example, I'm going to botch this. This was in a book called, I think it was Dr. Bruce Grayson. I don't know why you're looking at me. Hang on. Let me just look this up because, okay. Yes, Dr. Bruce Grayson, whose book after, it's fun to read, Mm -hmm. um, was... Basically, with a patient who was pronounced dead or something, I don't know, went, he had been eating spaghetti earlier, and he had, like, smeared tomato sauce on his shirt. The doctor or the patient? The doctor. Uh-huh. And this doctor... Ha- he didn't change his scrubs? I don't know what the... You, you should read the book. I'm... Okay. This is so loosely tied <laughs> okay, together. Okay. This is like a real um, fictionalized okay. version of this. But it was something like he had spaghetti sauce on his shirt. He had to go to the like she's dead room with her family or fr- friends mm-hmm. and give the like she's dead speech. Mm-hmm. Then she made some sort of miraculous recovery. He had nothing to do with it. He went to see, he came back to work the next day and was shocked to hear that she had recovered or was, mm-hmm. you know, conscious or whatever. He went to see her and introduced himself to her. And she was like, oh yeah, I know you. I saw you talking to my family. You had the tomato sauce on your shirt. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah. What make ye of all of that? That's compelling. More compelling than like... The just floating over hovering, I feel like is to me is kind of not compelling at all because you hear so many stories of that and it's like, well, that just must be what happens like in your brain. That mm-hmm. like, but then seeing a shirt like that, that that's much more compelling to me. Great. We're all kind of just... Remember my waves on an ocean thing? I'm really like in the place right now. Great. One of the things that 
I've been thinking about just because it's been a lot of cleaning lately, like cleaning our house, cleaning the cabin, cleaning the cabin, cleaning our house. And you and I both are like going all in. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> Is our existence, I was thinking about this as I was driving um, back from the vet this morning, yeah. looking at people walking around with their kids. Our existence, like so much of it is just waste management uh, and like vacuuming. There's so much to, you think you just vacuumed a few days ago and then you do it again and you're like, oh my God. I'm kind of worried <laughs> this this like zone you're in is like a uh, a warning signal of a midlife <laughs> crisis that's about to happen. <laughs> that this is this like, everything is good. Uh, I'm on the wave thing that like. Is this some sort of warning bell of some of like next week you're going to be like, fuck it all? Well, what would that look like for me? What would I do? I don't know. I don't know. I'm too anchored and, you know, the kids anchor us in reality. You can't go that far off the deep end (laughs) as much as you'd like to. I love the vibe, though. Don't get me wrong. Do you? Yeah, I'm fine with the vibe. I'm kind of like, yeah. Yeah. A little hippie, Uh, dippy. Sure. But yeah, so much waste management. Does that ever weigh you down? I was thinking about, um, speaking of just waste, you had mentioned something that was so wasteful the other day. And then I was thinking about our prescription pill containers. How many of those plastic fucking things Shark are wasted? But then I was like, oh, I don't know if there's a better way because they do have to be like safe for like so kids can't open them and stuff. Uh, but I was like, <laughs> how quickly I'm off so, it. There's so much plastic just from that. Oh, yes. So much plastic. Not that that's what you were talking about, waste management, but that makes me think of that. Well, it is. I mean, we're here just gobbling up all of the resources Earth has, creating new shit that is just depressing. It's depressing. And also, but. I wasn't even thinking on that scale of things. I I was just thinking of like, our bodies literally create dust all the time. Like, if you wanted to know how many cells are being sloughed off your body and going out into the air and then on the floor and like one of our kids' rooms, I dusted before we went to the cabin. Mm -hmm. Last night I was putting stuff away. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? We weren't even here. Yeah. And dust has go accumulated it just never ends yeah and then we have to do laundry we have to clean the stuff and we're living in a world where we are so fortunate we're so privileged we have modern plumbing we can trust that our water is clean we we don't have to work that hard for doing doing this i have a i have we own two dyson vacuum cleaners (laughs) like we have waste management as good as it gets Mm. and it's still is so much. Well, I hope that's not the straw that breaks your back. <laughs> I hope that's not what makes I'm you going, snap. I'm going on to the next realm, and they're like, what was that all about? And I was like, it was a lot of fucking cleaning. Yeah. That life. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> but I do find joy in it. You know, I, I, I think there are things. <laughs> okay, now I'm like starting to really worry about you, actually. I think we should wrap this up pretty soon. You're starting. This is. <laughs> no, listen. I think I wanted to say this because over the past month uh-huh. that we've had no school, blah, blah, blah. 
I feel like I've been like super on it with cleaning and all, and you have too, laundry and all this stuff and mm -hmm. feeding everyone and knowing what meals are. And I obviously went above and beyond and cooked amazing meals over the holidays. And I reach a breaking point where I get really overwhelmed and frustrated. Mm -hmm. And I think that comes from just being tired or hungry or hormonal or stars or mm -hmm. and I also think it comes from that is my way I have a sense of control like my environment needs to be tidy and clean for me to focus and whatever mm -hmm. cooking similarly I reach a breaking point where I'm resentful mm -hmm. of like I've done all of this and sure. what have you done yeah um but I really enjoy it up to that point. Okay. I do. Uh-huh. I find catharsis. It can be calming. Just worth saying. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like you're treating me like the the men with the straight jacket are coming any minute and you're trying to keep me. I'm filing some of this away is all. <laughs> No, no, I'm fine. I'm actually really good. I, we know. We know. It's very clear. Okay. <laughs> I think on that note. Good night. Good night. Shh.